It's Cape Ann Report, and I'm your host, Maureen Aylward. Our topic is Biotechnology, Life Sciences, and Gloucester. I have some fabulous guests with us tonight. Our first guest, J.C. Gutierrez, who is on the Gloucester Marine Genomics Institute Board and also on its Scientific Advisory Board. Justin Topp, Ph.D., um, Endicott College Assistant Dean of Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics, also a professor of biology and bioengineering. And Dr. Ian Kerr, CEO of Ocean Alliance, a Gloucester-based organization. Um, thank you all for being with, with me here on Cape Ann Report for what I feel is going to be a, just a wonderful conversation about what's happening in life sciences here in Gloucester. And my first question to the guests are, um, we're hearing a lot about biotech. We're hearing about life sciences as the next wave. Um, we're interested here in Gloucester and Cape Ann about economic development. What can happen here um, with the life sciences? We have GMGI, we have Ocean Alliance, we have Endicott College. What do you think? I'm just throwing it out there. Anybody, pick it up. Well, maybe I start. Um, you know, we are so excited, and I think the reason that we are here is that, that uh, we see an enormous, enormous potential in life sciences for Cape Ann and Gloucester. And this is because truly this century is the century of biology, of knowledge, the technology that has been developed uh, around understanding our genes, understanding chemical diversity, understanding you know, building computer models to to deal with with uh, questions that we couldn't even deal before, has taken life sciences to a different level altogether. We live like 40 miles uh, away from the largest life sciences cluster in the planet. Simple, not in the U.S., not in the Northeast, in the planet, the Cambridge, Boston, uh, medicine area. So this brings opportunities to this region that are probably unprecedented. Uh, uh, and, and the fact that institutions like GMGI decided to, 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 to take all that technology, all that knowledge and apply it to marine science and to training uh, young graduates uh, in this particular area represents the, the, the fact that we as a community are, are trying to bet for that future. And the question is, the first steps are there, how do we build from there? But certainly the opportunity is there, and it's for our, my, my impression, and certainly in GMGI, that's what we think, is for us to make sure that we lead that transformation. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah well, same thing in a different way, but, but I think America's first industrial revolution was probably fisheries. You know, that was the economy that, that drove America, and Gloucester played a lead role in that. I think America's next industrial revolution, or probably just revolution, is going to be blue. It's going to be ocean-born, and I think it has to be, because 71% of the planet is water, and as we fill up our land masses and we look for new resources, you know, the, the capacity and capability and diversity of our oceans far exceeds our terrestrial land masses. So, you know, we are perfectly positioned, I think, in location, in skill sets. I mean, I don't want to be down in Boston and Cambridge. We want to be out here. I think the isolation is good. And I really think there's a, a 
blue revolution underway. I think the problem is a lot of people don't get it yet. A lot of people haven't realized it, but you know what? It's happening. So what do we have to realize here in Gloucester? What, 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 is this something that we're not getting as a community or that we're maybe focusing in other areas or what? Well, I don't know. I mean, I need to be careful here. I just wonder sometimes if, if people see, you know, a group like Ocean Alliance or a group like GNGI as just a sort of an interesting, you know, sideline as against potentially, you know, the main picture. Yeah. And I think it's key for people to remember here that certainly it, it's almost like the fishing industry. You know, the fishing industry, yes, it supported fishermen, but the fishermen then had mechanics, engineers, fish processors, waste processors. You know, yeah. GMI, GI is going to be doing its certain thing, which is high tech, but it's going to support all these other industries around it, all of the offshoots that go around it. And I think the same with Ocean Alliance. And I think it's amazing, again, having a group like Endicott right next door that's yep. supplying interns and educating and the whole picture. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Justin, what do you think about all of this from an academic point of view and in educating students right now um, in this in this field? Yeah, I mean, I think what are you I, seeing? I'm just as excited as JC is about the current sort of state, you know, oh, to be a student now. I mean, the mm -hmm. sort of the skills that they can learn, the thing, the problems that are accessible is just amazing. Um, at Endicott, we're sort of dealing with a similar thing, and that is educating the community about what we're what we're for. You know, our history is a two-year women's college. We now we have all these STEM programs, masters in bioinformatics. These, you know, it's just getting getting that word out that you can do it, and you can do it right here. Um, the fact that the ocean is right here, as Ian was saying, that 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 is perfect. I mean, Boston is what Boston is. There's a lot of therapeutic companies that are that are doing their work there, but. Right here, we could we could really do a lot in marine. Mm -hmm. How do you see it working from an economic standpoint, um, uh, where students are being educated? Certainly at GMGI too, is that they're 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 here for a little while, and and I know that Endicott is in Beverly on the North Shore. They're traveling out into Boston, Cambridge, and do they live here? Are they able to yeah. live here? Are they able to travel out? And what what kind of trends are you seeing in that? in that field. The students want to stay around here. So, so there are some great opportunities in Boston and Cambridge, but there are some great opportunities right here. And so, I mean, even at Endicott, we have startup companies on our campus. And so I think, I think they're, they, they would like to stay here. We do see a lot of graduates that do stay in the area and are looking for, for employment. So, and that we see ourselves as being a vital, vital uh, component to educating, pr producing a workforce that companies can build around. I mean, that's one of the first things that companies think about when they're gonna locate in an area is do I have an educated workforce there? And, right. and, and we, we would say, yes, you do. Mm -hmm. uh, Ian and JC, what do, you, what do you think about the workforce issue? Yeah, I think, again, I agree completely with you in that, you know, uh, you know infrastructure, opportunities, institutional support as how easy it is to build a company, regulations, and workforce and talent are the key things that actually will bring companies. But maybe, so 100%, but I think I wanna, I wanna expand something that you two said that is, I think, fundamental. Listen, if science and blue is gonna be our color uh, as an area of growth, and I think it's unquestionable to ask you know, around the world, this is the area that is going to be an area of growth. Then we have to take an we have to take the perspective of a of a long term growth, medium and long term growth. 
I think people commute for one year or two. If we have not the right workforce, we have to take a long-range planning and say, you know what, this is going to be research, either from Ocean Alliance, from GMGI, from Endicott, from anywhere, will generate intellectual property. Intellectual property will generate opportunities to build small companies or institutions, workforce talent. Some of the people that now commute, when they have 10 years of commute, they will be mature enough to, to start <laughs> something here. No, yeah. to start something here. Mature enough or we'll be fed up. Say, I'm not yeah. commuting anymore. <laughs> yeah. But we'll be, so, so it's really a cycle yeah. where research, and I, I think the two key pillars of GMGI, apart from, of course, of economic growth and, and, and so, so society impact, is really education and research. I think this applies, that's what we are here, right? Yeah. Doing research. both things. Exactly. And mm-hmm. both things have to be intertwined in a, not in a year, not in two years, to transform a place. And I think that's where what Ian was putting on the table. This is not an additional exotic activity. Mm-hmm. This could become a key area of growth, not just by the direct people do working in the lab, but all the infrastructure, the generational and the talent mm-hmm. and the knowledge and the culture that it brings to a community like this one. Are you seeing this happening? So you've, we've got a couple of institutions here um, here at the table. Is there that growth? That, are you seeing that starting to percolate, or is there something that's not quite right or missing to enable well, that? If I could answer that, please, please go ahead. I think so, but I think there's something else going on, which I think is very exciting, and, and I hope I can explain this. I think science a little bit has been a prerogative of the privileged. Do you know what I mean? And I've got nothing against Woods Hole, but the Woods Hole with the $50 million boat that costs $40,000 a day and these giant institutions, you know, with technology, with, you know, citizen science, I think there's almost a democratization of science going on where, you know, sure, I respect the PhDs, etc., but there's a lot more, more people are being more empowered by the new tools. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I think... Gloucester has got the mindset following in the steps of Hammond and Birdseye. You know, we are the right place at the right time. I don't think we've realized it yet. And I do think there are steps that maybe the city needs to make and and the state needs to make. But boy, you know, I mean, let me be blunt. We've invested, these two organizations have invested Mm -hmm. millions of dollars on that very Mm -hmm. idea. So we really are, let's be blunt, we're putting our money where our mouth is here. You certainly are. So what can be more welcoming what, to, to these, uh, um, to provide the infrastructure, to provide the opportunity? Is the city not uh, providing what it needs to? Or is there, what are the obstacles? I'm yeah, after, yeah. I would like to know some of the obstacles in order to break free of some of this, um, this heaviness that well, seems to be preventing listen, I, some I, of this I speak for us. Uh, you know, the city has been very supportive, but there is always better and better than, and you know, the city can do, from my perspective. Again, I think, you know, we have been welcome. We are building this. We got almost 60, more than three years of graduates in the Gloucester Biotechnology Academy, 15, 18, 20. So we see, we see the community. We see the, we, you know, we're going to open the building uh, yeah. in, the, in the harbor. And I think we see a lot of interest. So we see that we, people are embracing us. And, but, you know, we, frankly, as a community, also need to learn from best practices 
what are the best practices to build what we want to build here? What are the best practices in terms of regulations, infrastructure? And I think I think would be a good thing to do as a community. So move in that direction, yeah. in other words. Yeah. This yeah. Is really, Take a look at this. Yeah, this is really important because, you know, there's a lot of different communities that are, are 40 miles away from Boston and Cambridge. And so there's a lot of competition. And so, right. so communities definitely need to, to put forth those efforts and whatever, whatever those efforts are. And I would say because, because if you look at, you know, you bring in the life sciences sector here, the high paying jobs, there's all these support jobs in marketing, HR, sales, et cetera. So other communities get how great this can be for, for their community and not just for these privileged yeah. scientists. As, as Ian was talking about, one of the stats I love to, to say is the vast majority of life sciences employees in, in, in Massachusetts are, at the, are educated at the bachelor's or associate's level. And so there's, there's opportunity abound. Yeah. I, I will jump in with, with sort of one problem that I, I don't know how to solve, but certainly we have lots of interns that call me up from all over the world that say that want to work with us. And I would love to have these people work with us. And often they say, we'll work for free. But you know what they can't afford? Is the housing. Yes, the housing. So, I mean, certainly Ocean Alliance has a plan to try to see if we can create some sort of dorm housing for the community, for interns. But certainly, I think we'd get more people that would almost come here for the summer and then potentially say, I'm coming back. But, you know, we... we I, don't, I was just in Africa, actually, and in Africa they, they had these big ships that were like, could house 100 people and they, they were basically floating hotels. And I was like, wow, I wish I could really just right. get a floating hotel, <laughs> and put it, but not a hotel, but put it in yeah. Gloucester Harbor because yeah. I think that's a key thing. The people want to come here, but, we, you know, but people like me actually have a little cottage. We rent them out so that we can afford to live here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. there's a catch-22 here that... I certainly don't know yeah, how to get yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, the the housing issue is really something that is on everyone's mind. Um, but you're with me. My idea is not is not housing for even new workers. It's it's getting the interns yeah, here, yes. and then they go away and say, "Wow, I was just in Gloucester," and you know what I mean. I think it's it's getting them getting them early. Forgive me, get them early. And again, yeah. it's hard work. I mean, hard work for a community, frankly, because you have to get all these going. And I think one of the things that we have to realize is that, you know, we are poised as a community to take advantage of, again, life science growth and biotech growth, but it's going to require efforts like this one, being imaginative, mm -hmm. because the only way that this is going to materialize is if in multiple fronts, you know, education, training, I, mean, you, I was happy to, to hear the statistics about the associates, that's what at Gloucester Biotechnology mm -hmm. Academy decided to go with high school graduates because that is what is needed in the workforce and what is very affordable. I mean, again, we are not going to do PhD programs here, but we can get a good, good cadre of well-trained lab technicians. But I think that at all levels, interns, technicians, researchers, visiting professors, visiting you know, supporters, philanthropy, that is the ecosystem that we have to, to continue to fuel with patience and with acceptance as a community. Not as something exotic and parallel to what we mm -hmm. really do, mm -hmm. but as part of the fabric of who we are. And that is going to require, you know, some change in, 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 in our personality as a community as well. Is it a, is it a mindset shift uh, for our community up here? And I what does that so, mean? Yeah. What, what is it? 
what does it mean for us to mind shift in mindset without it's not about losing our character and who we are because yeah, it's right. it's the reason why all of us live up here yeah. and um so w what is that what 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 do you think can i jump about? in that i mean yeah, i, I think that there has been almost a negativity because you know this fisheries decline hasn't happened over the last five years it's happened over the last you know, X number of decades. Yeah. And I think there's been a sort of a pervasive sort of negativity around this resource that, that for whatever reason has been declining. Do you know what I mean? And there's people disagreeing about why it's been declining. You mean the ocean? Yeah. Well, Fishing. I think more mainly just fisheries. Yeah, fisheries. You know, okay. my reality is can we, it's almost like you can't see the forest for the trees. If we can just look beyond the fisheries and say, wow, there's a whole ocean out there and Gloucester is poised to take over that and not, not push aside fisheries. Fisheries should be part of that and all those disparate skill sets. But I think we've got to, you know, maybe remind ourselves of all the, of the positivity in Gloucester against rather than look at fisheries as going down and what do we have to do to just, right. just save that or reinvent that. I think yeah. that's a good, so, so it, that's a good, good way to put it. We want to build on our heritage and transform ourselves. I mean, the communities that embrace transformation, embrace growth, are the ones that, that actually lead. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 some of them, but few, I think, are able to build it from scratch. We don't have to, because we have an amazing ocean tradition that is more than catching fish. Right. I think you, you said it beautifully. Yeah, it's it's almost you? paradoxical. I mean, you need, so I'm, I'm from Iowa. Whenever I do events like these, that comes out for some reason. <laughs> and, and so coming out here, I just look around and, and the potential is enormous. There's a body of water here. There's an edu educated people. There's money to invest in these companies. And so I, I almost think sometimes you need an outside, an outside person to come in and say, look at what you all have. Don't take it for granted. But then yeah. paradoxically, in Gloucester, you almost need it to be homegrown as well. There's this suspicion or this fear of folks that are coming from the outside in. And so it, it definitely is going to require some partnerships that maybe are more unique than, than we're considering. Mm -hmm. How do we change the story then? Because it's so exciting to hear all of you talk about this and it's here. We have it. It's, it's already happening. And um, is it a, a shift in just, just broadening our, our minds because of changing our story here without, there's no reason to give up what, who we are, what we do and well, I, how I we see I, ourselves. I don't know what you guys think. I think there is no magic formula. We ha you have to be transparent about what you do. You have to open your doors as you do yeah. to bring the community in. You have to educate. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have to also, of course, and these three things are critical for changing the minds. And maybe it's, it's, it maybe takes a month, it takes a year, it takes 10 years. But transparency, education, and, and, and really trying to make sure that you constantly communicate. And again, leave your, you, you said, put, put, your money, put your money where your mouth is. You know, in, you know some of us are absolutely committed to invest and we are all the time trying to bring investors to to Gloucester to GMGI and to other places investors friends interns every layer will help us build this but only with that I think we will have a the social transformation that we need but it's not going to happen overnight I think it's always we'll have to accept it yeah. Yeah, and I would say actually you know it's it's heartbreaking for me sometimes you know my organization has been around 48 years we've 
worked in and out of Gloucester for 15 years. We bought the paint factory in 2008. And a lot of people don't, don't know what's going on. I'm like, we're in the press, we're on TV, we're sort of everywhere. And I think people need to perhaps get up and Go the there. new headquarters is going to be open in, in under a month. You know, right. come on down yeah. to Ocean Alliance. Say, you know, I heard you on the TV. Tell me a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. heartbreaking when I talk to people and they say, what, what's happening at the paint factory? Is it going to be condos? And you're like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I think people, you know, if you can, maybe just be a, a bit more aggressive, maybe Google more, get out more, <laughs> take your dog for a walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's here, you know? There's yeah. such a tremendous history here that I think sometimes people don't appreciate sort of a transformation as it's occurring. I mean, with Endicott, we... Um, so many people don't know what programs we have. So I oversee all the STEM programs there and they're all new in the last 10 to 15 years. And so people seem, you know, the Endicott of old and that, that Endicott was a great institution, but it is changed now. Mm -hmm. And so I, I feel, I feel your pain. I feel like we're constantly educating people that yes, Endicott is doing these things. You can do them here. Mm -hmm. um, well, it's, it's just fantastic that the new building is open and I, I do want to just have a minute or two on that. Um, when is it going to be open and are you going to have an open house for the public yeah, to come yeah, in and yeah, check so it the out? The grand opening is on October 30th. Uh, the labs actually, the researchers are moving in in the second week in October. Really? So it's happening. The, I mean, wow. again, I was there I was there last week and, and you know benches are in, lab benches and this and that so we're moving as we go. I think that part of the, I think part of the appeal of going down there frankly was to be more integrated with the community than here in Blackburn. Yep. And I think that, you know, I think the idea that you had, Ian, of having a water shuttle from the paint <laughs> factory to GMGI, right. I think is a good one. Let's do because it. I think that that's where, I mean, you, you know, I think that that, the front of the building is glass, that people can walk, there's no barriers yeah. for people to see what things are done, how, how mm -hmm. students are being educated. I think that um, even if I'm doing a little bit of a promotion, you know, we see this as another, I mean, there are several, another key milestone for the community and what it represents. Open science, you use this citizen scientist, yeah. citizen scientist approach, open science for the community with the training that it brings, partnering also, we had mm. programs together with, with Endicott. You know, I think that is gonna be a milestone and I'm, I'm so excited. We're also excited for, to, to be part of it. Yeah, it's great. What about at the at the um, Ocean Alliance, at yeah. the paint factory? Do you have opportunities for people to come down and see what you're Absolutely. doing? Absolutely. And I would say a key thing about Ocean Alliance, if you don't mind, so we own that facility, no mortgage. So we're not going to go bankrupt because we own it and we're working out of it and we don't pay a lot of taxes. I'm sorry. So we're here. <laughs> right. You know. So the, the question is only how are we going to develop, and not how, but how quickly we're going to develop and what areas. And mm -hmm. I, I almost love the idea of, buying an old house and move into, into it, rather than just rebuilding it. You know, you can sort of be there and you can Beautiful. get an idea. I mean, you've been in the community a while, you know, so we, we understand community needs and, and, and it's a win-win. You mm -hmm. know, we, we want to work with the community. Yeah. Well, you do so much more at the paint factory buildings than just research on whales. Um, you're You open it up to art. That's right. Well, I, it's meant, the stuff. idea is to be a community center. I mean, part yeah. of it, it broke my heart, is all these big pieces of waterfront are being bought up. 
Do you know, so mm -hmm. that the idea that we bought it is so that it can be part of the community. So we have people come down fishing there, you know. We've had a couple of weddings, you know, we have art shows. I've got my robotics club. People come down and just have lunch. I think one of the FedEx trucks comes and hides there and the guy eats <laughs> lunch. I think it's great. I mean, yeah. these places are, are meant to be open and I, I can't wait for someone to drive mm -hmm. down and say, hey, you know what? I want to build like a little autonomous boat. Can I use your boat ramp or can I use your... I'm like, absolutely. Yeah, we we yeah. have something to talk about afterwards. Well, there, well, <laughs> but there you go. But I mean, I think, I think, you know, we came here, I think all of us, because we love the history and the philosophy. And I'm sorry if I'm talking about the Hammonds and the Bells. And it's the so important. Well, but it's important. Oh, it's, it's, absolutely. It's all this is part, part of, of the tradition of this community. Yeah. And that's what we want to build on that one. That's we don't right. want to walk away from that. These are, let's not make just these anecdotes. Yeah. Let's make it. Let's make the pattern of this of this city. Well, and again, town. and I would say to people, you know, you don't have to be doing what we're doing, but there might be some parallel course that you that's can right. create that that will benefit us yeah, all. Right. Yeah. I think it's so important that the community realizes that they can take part, even taking a look at what the job opportunities are here, and it's accessible. Mm -hmm. The GMGI Institute, um, the Biotech Academy. Um, and you know what's available both at Endicott and it, it's you can get a job in, in this field and do well and also be here so you, it sounds like there's entry points at each level no matter what uh, kind of education you have and what an exciting thing for the future to know that this is happening and um, it's possible well you know I mean again we're scientists so we might as well push that there science and education changes lives at an individual level at a, at, a, at a global level. I think that's where, where, where we are so passionate about it. And you know, in institutions like GMGI or these other institutions that we're talking about here, we see it every day. We see a student that was in market basket and then two months later is doing DNA preps in, in New England yeah. Biolabs, mm -hmm. right? And again, it's nothing bad about one thing or the other, but it's really, Again, it's adding, to, you know, it's, 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 it's growing, it's learning. You mm -hmm. see that, again, a given research project on, on you know, the, geno genomic, the genome of the cod and the microbiome of the cod, what type of bacteria are there, uh, correlates with the, our research in the, in the bottom of the, of the harbor, actually trying to understand new chemical diversity, diversity that is completely unexplored. Right. And how do you bring this to, to potential medicines? I mean, I think the, the, the limits of the knowledge are, are they, don't have, they don't have bounds. Well, I, I want to say it a different way, the same thing. I don't think people realize science is sort of Nancy Drew and Indiana Jones and Cousteau. It really is. Yeah, no, but it is. It's an adventure. I'm, I'm really against, I started about this prerogative of the privilege, you know, no disrespect, but the, the person in the white coat that speaks yeah. a language you don't understand, it's going out the door. You know, I mean, look at me. I fly drones over whales and collect snot, and I'm receiving awards because <laughs> of it. You know, it, it's yeah. the adventure that you want. You can navigate your own course. So if you're a writer, you can write about it. If you're an artist, you can paint about it. This is the new blue frontier. Yep. Yeah, it's so great to have you all here on Cape Ann Report and to talk about our community on our local show that focuses on community issues. And I really thank you for, for being here with me, JC Gutierrez, um, Dr. Ian Kerr, and Justin Topp. Thank you from Endicott. And I look forward to hearing more about it. And 
viewers, please get down to the new GMGI um, building and take a look at it. What is it, October 30th? 30th. October 30th is open. Go have lunch at the paint factory <laughs> and take a walk on the Endicott College campus in, in Beverly and you'll see what's available to our community. Things are moving and changing and it's wonderful to hear about this. Until the next time on Cape Ann Report, take care.